Mr. Speaker. We know what that noise was. Uh, all right, it's time for a special edition of Politics here on Radio 191 FM, the Otago Museum Breakfast Show. Uh, right now, I'm joined by Laura Cairns and James Heath, the two candidates running for OUSA president. Morena to you both. Morena. Good morning. How are we? Good. It's the official, uh, well, I guess today is the first day, right? How are we feeling? Yes. Yeah, feeling good, feeling good. Yeah. 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 Need a coffee, for, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ready for the fight ahead? Yes. Um, all right. Laura, who are you and why are you running? Goodness. Um, well, my name is Laura. I am in my third year doing a BA studying politics. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, previous to coming to university, I was a soldier in the army for two years. Oh. Uh and the reason why I'm running is because I think at the moment we need strong, decisive leadership in OUSA. We need to stand up to the university. We need to work with them. Um, a lot has been happening recently, and students really haven't been having a say in much of any of it. So that is that would be my main priority. All right, James, same to you. Same to me. Well, um, kia ora, everyone. My name is James. Uh, I am studying philosophy, politics, and economics. Um, I spent the last two years on the OUSA exec and I want to run for president because I want to build OUSA into a powerful but also political voice for students. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, we're looking into the year ahead next year with the DCC elections, which is a great opportunity for us to uh, actually push student issues and get some results for students. Mm-hmm. Um, across the board, I also want to build up OUSA's, like, the boring po- uh, policy that we need to change, but also the culture around uh, more engagement with students, more consultation, and addressing some of the big picture issues like, I don't know, BYO regulations and mental health and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Uh, so what are the biggest priorities? What do you think, uh, Laura? What, what, what are your biggest priorities? What do you see as the biggest issues facing students right now? Um, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, mental health and sexual violence are huge issues on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as that, we have the general thing that every student knows, kind of poor housing, mm-hmm. um, job instability, um, minimum wage jobs that are hard to come by and it just don't pay the bills. Yeah. Um, but my main priorities would be increasing engagement and consultation. I think we need to feel as though we have an active stake in our education, that we're not just um, here to, you know, here in the degree factory to head down, do the work and then leave and not really feel like we've um, been a part of it, been engaged in the decisions that are being made, that we're paying so much money for as well. Yes, indeed, indeed. What, what do you see as the biggest priorities, James? Well, I completely agree with Laura on the fact that I mean, you can list so many issues that students are facing, I mean, almost tragically, I guess, but, yeah. and I see the pathway to achieving all of them, such like mental health, uh, improving our relationship and consultation with the uni, is by making OUSA a more political body. And I think, yeah, Laura's touched on a good thing, consultation with the uni, we need to fight for more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, at the moment, there's an issue with the art history changes, and one of the first things I will be coming to the uni about is that, well, they haven't consulted with students properly on it. And that's, that, that's across the entire board of all university decisions. We need to be fighting for more consultation, but also more seats. And all of these kind of feed into building up I think OUSA to be a little bit more ballsy, more political, mm-hmm. ready to actually challenge the uni, challenge the DCC, and challenge the national government. Laura, how do we challenge the university when they hold the purse strings? Um, well, 
we try and change the fact that they hold the purse <laughs> strings, first of all. Um, yeah, VSM, voluntary student membership, has gutted our power, for sure, and that's definitely something I want to work on and not something the current exec have already been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely a national conversation that's already being had. Obviously, we can have far more power if students are paying us rather than the university paying us. Um, but ultimately, we need to lobby. We need to prove that um, students aren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, I think part of why the university does what they do and doesn't feel as though they have to consult us is because nothing really happens when they don't. You know, we don't raise our voice against that. And yeah. I think we've started to see a little bit of that. We had the protest earlier in the year, which I helped organise, which mm-hmm. was actually saying it wasn't us throwing our toys out of the cot over critic being confiscated. It was saying, actually, this is kind of the final straw. We are sick of you not talking to us and feeling as though you have power mm-hmm. to make these drastic decisions that affect us so much yeah. um, without ever listening to what we're having to say. Mm-hmm. Well, why should they listen to us, well, you, James, the students? Well, I mean, the, the, the university wouldn't be here without the students. I mean, the university exists for the students, also research and other aspects, but students make a university. And I think that's, that's probably the fundamental argument why they need to listen to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could look at it from a cynical perspective and say, what's well, in their interest to listen to us, but at the same time, they have an obligation because we, uh, we make this university. I think working on things like consultation, but also representation in the university's governance structure, I think we can actually work on getting students within the uni actually sitting on those boards, sitting and feeding that direct initial feedback through to their processes as well as when we're not being properly consulted, uh, fighting for it. So I think there's multiple ways, two sides of the coin. Yeah. And Laura, we've, you know, students have never really been properly consulted on these kinds of things. So what are you going to do that's different? Every every year uh, presidents come through or president, presidential candidates come through and they say the same thing. We want more engagement from the university. We want more student voices within the university hierarchy. But nothing ever gets done. So what will you do that's different? Big question. Um, Ultimately engaging more students with OUSA and with the university. So if OUSA um, is, rather than just being 10 executive members including president and students not even feeling connected to that, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. students, if they don't feel like they're being listened to and engaged in OUSA, why would they bother trying to engage with the university, right? Um, So looking at the way we use committees to include um, more students so that if they feel as though they have an active stake in decision making in OUSA, then OUSA is going to be a much larger and more formidable body um, when we are going up against the university or or Mm. proving to the university that consulting us is not going to be in vain because we are going to say something. Yeah, yeah, and you need to look like you've got the backing of the entire student body, right? Yeah, totally. So you need to engage. James, you've been an executive for a couple of years. Do you think you've been doing enough engagement? Yeah, so I mean, I could look to this year. Uh, So one of the things I've done as education officer is completely opening up how the university introduces papers. Um, So the, the, the commerce degree, they're going to be adding in a voluntary compulsory aspect to that. And so instead of just our board members are so, like dealing with that, I opened it up. I dealt with the Commerce Student Association. We got them on board. We got their feedback. And then I could take that feedback uh, to the Board of Undergraduate Studies, which is a very exciting board, a bunch of dusty old professors. Um, but I took that and I debated for it, and we won. We got the we got the whole changes delayed. We got a working party set up. We got the Commerce Student Association people uh, actually on that working party. So... I think this year I've actually shown by bringing in the student associations, bringing in those, the student body outside of OUSA um, into these issues is the way to get results. Okay. And 
I don't think we did enough for the staff cuts. I don't think OUSA, um, you know, you might have said a few things in a few meetings, but I don't think there was enough movement on the ground from students and OUSA. Um, do you agree or disagree with that? Yeah. And what will you do differently? I agree. So I think Laura touched on before is this kind of this cultural shift I think we're seeing OUSA moving towards. If you look back three years ago, OUSA would sit on the boards, they'd twiddle their thumbs in some ways, and that's, that is a negative. They're not striking the balance there. I think you need to get that balance between sitting on the boards and influencing decisions, but also the same time having that grassroots influence, having that influence that day-to-day students can see. And so I think when the staff cuts were initially introduced, yeah, OUSA was just too internal. It needed to work on pushing towards, more towards this direction I think we're heading now. So what would I do differently? I think we'll get that balance. I yeah. think we'll get it balanced by holding more public meetings, holding, getting more students engaged, looking at things like protests farther down the track, uh, and maintaining the balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Laura, why should people vote for James? Um, James has a lot of experience. He knows the inner workings of OUSA and the university, and that's going to be a huge benefit to him. Um, I completely acknowledge that if I get this job, that's going to be a steep learning curve for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he's good, he's passionate. Like we, we're here on the same issues, and we're here because we care. Yeah. You know, there are far worse people to be leading <laughs> OUSA than James. Like, yeah. All right, I put the same question to you, James. Why should people vote for Laura? Yeah, well, I think, like, as Laura's coming before, we're, we're both here with the same issues. Not like, you know, I think Laura would do a good job, but um, why should they vote for Laura? I mean, Laura does have the passion, and I think she does represent also uh, a more radical side of, the, of, of like the university students that want to see some changes and want to see OUSA shifting more of that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're both here on the, the same ideas and the right, mm-hmm. you know. Got a, she, Laura's got her heart in, in it as well, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, Laura, do you think that OUSA has enough input to issues around the whole of Dunedin? Do you think that we engage enough with the council? Uh, and if not, how can we change that? Um, I think we have tried and the council are not willing to listen to us. Um, so, I mean, voter engagement in local elections among the student body is appalling, mm-hmm, absolutely mm-hmm. appalling. Um, and I can't help but think that part of that is because why would you bother yeah. if mm-hmm. nothing yeah. comes for it, from it? Sorry. There's, there's not much sexy about local body elections. No, there, so. no. And, you know, you look to um, even national elections, voter turnout is shocking and yet we have a real active stake in that mm-hmm. um, so yeah like James said the DCC elections are coming up next year I think we need to um, push for voter enrolment prove to students why you need to vote mm-hmm. and then from there um, start engaging with the local council in the same way that we can the university and saying look we actually are invested mm. we want to have a say and we want you to listen to us yeah so I mean I guess if you get students to vote they'll be taken seriously by the council because it's a large. I chunk, mean, yeah, right? exactly. I mean, if we all voted, yeah, that's a huge voting block. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Dave Cull had a majority around about fourteen thousand or so to be mayor this year. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. But like, that shows that bringing in the student voting block mm. of about let's say seventeen twenty odd thousand can massively shift the DCC election outcome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, a big one, a big issue this year has been around RAs, residential assistance. Um, you know, do you think? that they should be paid properly to cover their expenses and what will you do to help them get there? Yep, yep, 100% should. So I think what you're looking at is a situation in which not only are RAs not being paid enough, but they're also actually paying the full price for uh, the actual residential colleges. So they're paying for all the services that they're actually providing. They're paying the same amount as their, as their, um, the students in the colleges, which is just unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost just basic economics. You're not getting the same balls. You're not getting the same tutoring. You're not getting the same pastoral support. But RAs are still forced to pay the same amount. So I think that's the first thing that we should address, is saying, well, hold on. 
they're not getting the same service they're not actually getting what they're paying for let's actually get them a fair pay for that we can let's actually get them uh to pay what they're getting if you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i think then on top of that then we also look at actually giving them a, a living wage or, f- or or fair pay like that yeah okay um same thing with fiscal responsibility i guess um for you laura uh, uh history Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it's going to be canned. Um, the student numbers are down drastically. Um, do you think it makes sense for the university to keep it? Should they keep it? Uh, economically, does it make sense? Mm. Probably not. Uh, but at the end of the day, a university should not be here just to make money mm-hmm. and pump out um, mm. you know, tax-effective degrees into the future. Um, University is a place of culture, it's a place of heritage. We need to be preserving all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, if they keep culling the degrees that aren't in the massive money makers, we're going to end up with a few degrees and it's going to be quite a stale place to be, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Also, we need to look at why students aren't enrolling. You know, there was staff resignations because staff didn't feel secure in their jobs. Yep. That is on the university 100%. They haven't promoted the department. They haven't promoted uh, jobs for new professors. So they've sort of just watched it die and then gone, oh, oh, oh no. Got to cut it's, it. Yeah, yeah, it's not efficient anymore. We'll cut it. And that's completely unacceptable to me. Yeah. I also think, Jamie, there's, there's actually quite an interesting point is that um, enrolments for art history as a minor has actually been increasing over the last three years. So the university's not actually looking at the full picture. And I think there's actually a balance to be struck when it comes to actually finding, an, I mean, if they want to look at the economics, actually finding an economically sustainable outcome that also facilitates like a diverse academic environment. Mm-hmm. So I think those are sort of arguments that we actually want to be, as students, we're going to be bringing to a meeting on um, the 26th of September. So, exciting. Laura, what's OUSA failing on? <laughs> oh, I think in the I think we've been better this year, but in the past, OUSA has failed to be a political body. I think mm-hmm. there's been this idea that for some reason we need to be this bipartisan um, kind of stale organisation that doesn't really... Yeah, OUSA has been afraid of taking a stance because, God forbid, you alienate someone who doesn't agree with that. Yeah. And I understand that we need to be representing all students, mm-hmm. regardless of their views, but at some point we need to stand up and say, well, we need to be looking at what's best for students as a body, and we need to be taking that political stance, we need to be taking that political stance to the university, to national bodies, to bodies like NZUSA, mm-hmm. and national government as well. Yeah, yeah. same question for you. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think that's one thing that, I mean, next year you can guarantee that OUSA is going to be a hell of a lot more political. Mm. Um, because that, that, that is the point. That's what OUSA exists for. OUSA is a political body, so it should be acting political. And so that's probably, I think, in the last five or so years where OUSA has been failing us, is it needs to be more ballsy, more political, and actually get out there. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess, once again, that comes down to VSC. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. You, you're scared of the powers that be when they hold the purse strings. I know I am. <laughs> they pay me. <laughs> but, I mean, yes, all right. So, I mean, out of that, we kind of got the question of what OUSA's role is as well, mm. what it should yep. be, right? You know, um, a- activism. And yep. advocacy. And yeah. advocacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, why should we vote for you, James? Um, we should vote for James because, I mean, I guess, one, first I've got the passion. Um, I've, I'll go above and beyond for students. I mean, this year I've done 16-hour days, sometimes coming to work on four hours sleep. I mean, I, I will work my bloody ass off for students. Um, I've also got two years of experience under, of OUSA underneath my belt, uh, which means I know what works from the university. I know where OUSA actually needs to improve, uh, both the external but also the, the niggly internal factors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really committed to it. I guess tackling uh, from the, the, the president's position all of the big issues that students care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I reckon you should vote James. 
Oh, you say president? Uh, and, and why should we vote for you, Laurie? I mean, James obviously has the experience of you, but I know that you've been going to a lot of the executive meetings, so I you do. know what's I'm going a total on as well. Nerd like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, this semester I've had class then, so I haven't been able to. Um, but vote Laura because I am passionate, I am absolutely committed. Um, I've already proven this year that I care about students and I'm willing to do something about it. You know, I haven't had a job title, I haven't had any particular resources, mm-hmm. um, and yet I've still gone out of advocated. Um, for student for sexual violence prevention, I have done work with the protest. I have um, run things when we were not being consulted mm-hmm. at the end of last year for student health. Um, ultimately, I care a lot. I need a hobby, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm willing to put in the work. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you two will be both out and about this week. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We will be we be able to find you other than the debate on Thursday night, of course. Of course. And on Wednesday in the main common room. Yes, that's right, that's right. So we will use be this week, you'll just be all around campus putting up posters and talking to people. Jumping around, yeah. Kissing babies. Absolutely. Yeah, Trying yeah. to head to some of the colleges, lecture bashing, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. See at your lecture. <laughs> Everyone loves lecture bashing, I'm oh, sure. Don't so. they? <laughs> all right, well thank you both for coming in this morning. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having yeah, us. thank you very much for yeah, having us. Good luck to you both. You both sound like uh, wonderfully qualified candidates. So I think uh, either way, students have got a really good good choices this year. Uh, hard choices, actually, to make between mm. you two. Um, so once again, thank you so much, and I'll see you on Thursday night. See you then. Thank you very awesome. much, Anna. Yeah,